What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Halftime Snacks podcast. This show features short interviews that you can listen during the halftime of your favorite sports events. Every Tuesday, I host fun conversations with talented people in the sports industry, where we'll learn from their stories, knowledge, and experiences. So go grab your favorite snack and come snack with us. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome everybody. Today I'll be snacking with an exceptional guest. She is widely experienced in content creation, campaigns, digital marketing, with years of, of a solid background in the sports and fashion industries. Today she is the Chief Marketing Officer at Colosseum. Colosseum is an innovation group based in Tel Aviv that provides technology, tools, and exposure to help grow the, the sports technology ecosystem in Israel and worldwide. I can't wait for this conversation, so go grab some of your favorite snacks and join me in my discussion with Fernanda Rotenberg. Hi, Ronen. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's great to be here. <laughs> no, it's a pleasure to host you. Um, the way I start these uh, podcast episodes and interviews is that I roll it up with a fun icebreaker, you know, to get us going, to, to get us all warmed up. So, <laughs> so my icebreaker for you is... I want to ask you, what is, you know, if you can share with us one, one fun fact about you that not so many people know about you? Oh, wow. That's tough. Let's see. Um, I, I don't feel like a lot of people know that in the industry, but my favorite sport is actually powerlifting. I used to practice powerlifting back in Brazil, and uh, it's an unusual sport, especially for a girl to talk about. So. I think that's a fun fact to start the day. Uh, the strong part of the sports is what I like. <laughs> <laughs> wow, powerlifting, and would have never guessed. So I think that's a great fun fact. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, as you mentioned, you're from Brazil. You then uh, moved to Israel and now work at Colosseum. Uh, we're we're going to, you know, be learning more about you throughout the episode um, and throughout, you know, what what you do at Colosseum. So how about you, you? You maybe start off by just sharing with us how exactly does a regular work week look like for you at Colosseum? What it is that you do, you know, on a weekly basis, you know, uh, marketing and, and chief marketing officer can entail a lot of things in different companies, different roles. But for you specifically, what is what 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 is a, lo a week for you look like? Um, so actually it varies a lot. Like uh, for the past like two and a half months, I've been fully focused on the Sports Tech Nation, which is our biggest event. So uh, my my agenda was kind of booked and uh, focused on making sure that we were delivering the event that we delivered last week. So. A lot of campaigns, a lot of uh, meetings. Uh, actually, my part in Colosseum goes beyond the marketing. I have a lot of strategic uh, saying on the company as well. So, closing the sponsors, closing the speakers is big part of was big part of my agenda. Uh, like I said, for the past like ninety days. Um, but on a daily day basis, there's a lot of content to create. We put out a lot of reports and a lot of events that. It, I need to make sure to engage the community as well as like social media content, presentations, research. There's a lot of research in the background for our clients and for our partners. So uh, depending on the week, depending on what's coming next, uh, this changes and varies, but that's pretty much it. And 
I mean, you coming from, you, you had a background uh, from what I researched on, you know, on the fashion industry. And of course, it's, it's, it's probably could be um, similar in sports, the sports industry in some ways, but absolutely different in other ways. So I wonder, like, how exactly do you align to, like, what type of, like, personality traits that you have are aligned to the sports industry? Or how exactly do you find yourself fitting in the sports industry that you didn't find yourself fitting in uh, fashion industry? If you can share just like, one or two uh, personality traits or realizations that you figured when you, when you first started at Coliseum. It was like one or two years ago, right? So, yeah, so I've joined a Colosseum over two years ago, and actually my first idea to come to Israel was to continue working with fashion, and I found myself in sports now. Uh, but yeah, the, the two, the biggest similarity between fashion and sports is the lifestyle aspect of it, like you're, you're working with people's emotions and uh, what they, the need that they have to either attend a game or buy a product or be involved in the in a lifestyle of the person that you're trying to attract. Um, but one thing that I, I find different in a way uh, and that I love about sports is the passion involved. And I've always been a very passionate person, not only about fashion, but also about like my club. Like I'm a Chelsea fan by heart. So it's always been like, I'm the kind of person that pays the membership and of course I'm, I'm a little bit far away to attend games, but every time that I get to support in the, I, that's what what made me fall in love so easily for sports because the fan will follow your your club and whatever um, sports you're trying to to cover uh, throughout their lives and I think that's beautiful and that's what I I think fit well with my life right now. I didn't know you're a Chelsea fan. I'm also a Chelsea fan, so that's a good thing because else <laughs> I would have caught the episode right there, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I totally agree with you. I feel like, you know, people in sports, there's just so much passion and not sure about fashion, but I know that here there's just so much energy as well. Like people here working, exactly. there, there's just uh, high energy people that are, you know, always looking for new things and innovate and and new products and new technologies um you know israel plays a very interesting um part in that in that and we're going to get into that a little bit later um but the whole like sports being you know the 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 health like fr from the health perspective like that kind of like push pushes people from the business perspective and the technology perspective as well to you know motivate and and do other things for for the same industry which i think is like it's it's a very um positive and virtuous circle of you know effects um and and you that you do uh marketing specifically in 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 both you know technology and the and, and sports like that intersection How, how exactly do you find that, you know, marketing element of how you speak to different co uh, customers or you speak to different brands or speak to different uh, partners for Colosseum specifically? How, how are they unique relative to other industries or things that you found interesting from, you know, from what they are interested? Is there one or two lessons, uh, marketing lessons, you know, specifically for for 
for either content or or uh, campaigns what what is it that is driving those brands or companies in the sector that kind of like impressed you the most um i feel like the creating like special content and making sure that you are leveraging your partners has been something very special in the sports tech community like uh being part of the sports tech community is understanding that you are not alone and you cannot go anywhere alone uh it's a product that depends on other on others to, to grow. So I feel like understanding that you have to be placed in a way in in a I don't know platform or social media that your your community is is very important and also like feeding your community with interesting things like from not only your things but also like sharing the podcast and sharing like whatever Pico is doing this week and other companies are doing, it's very important. So one thing that I've learned and I've been learning throughout this past two years is it doesn't matter how money, much money you put in advertising and digital campaigns, if your community is not involved, you are not going anywhere. And the Sports Tech Nation is a proof of that. Like our highest engagements, they come from people reposting our stuff and us tagging them and creating this uh, this uh, structure uh, of marketing. So community, uh, community is key here. No, I love it, you know, specifically as a content creator, I know where you're coming from, from the community side, of course, uh, there's just so much buzz around, you know, content online that is that gets pushed through, you know, paid advertising and clickbaity content uh, uh, articles or, or, or videos that um, do not contain uh, lots of, um, of value. And I feel like uh, you guys at Coliseum, you guys do a very, very good effort and special effort on providing content that is actually valuable that is actually teaching people something that is, you know, bringing people together and making them discuss about um, about interesting topics that will be relevant for founders, startups and companies in the industry that, you know, will evolve the industry. So I, I want to, you know, maybe talk about that, that element of Coliseum that you are very, very, very much involved. You mentioned the Sports Tech Nation, which was a, uh, a conference that you guys organized just last week. Uh, for, for those listening that do not know what it is, it was just a conference that they organized uh, thousands of attendees and, and speakers and partners. And it was a great, great, um, great event. So how, what that tells you about about what people are interested? I mean, of course, people are interested with getting to know each other, connecting with people from all different uh, geographics and everything and and being there. How are you guys what you guys learned about that specific event and and how that how is that going to shape the strategy of Coliseum moving forward um if you want to mention a little bit of what are you planning uh based on the results of, of that event and and moving forward so the first thing is that we have a lot of interesting content to talk about like the 12 hours that we put there it's just a small fraction of everything that is going on. And like, we see that creating the agenda, how tough it is to try and, and put together this content. So, and there's a lot of solutions and a lot of brands and like a lot of players in the market that we still need to feature. So like, I think that's the first lesson is that 
there's endless content and we hope that throughout the upcoming years we manage to bring more and more into the sports tech nation and that we need to go global like we hosted uh we are going global we've been going global that's that's a reality like 2020 uh we also had a the online version with around 3,000 people and this year with almost 4,000 people joining us with an event ho happening at the bloomfield stadium here in tel aviv and i feel like we have this space to to become like an international conference for the sports tech community even though in 2019 and 2018 we had people coming to israel i feel like we have the space to go outside of israel now like and that that's our goal for the upcoming uh events and like upcoming months with the sports tech nations to make sure that we put it not only here in tel aviv but we bring like sports tech nation to different regions and give it a little bit of a taste uh not only online but like physical because i think that's that's where the world is moving towards in 2022 i think people are starting to get tired of being only in the screen not saying that it's gonna die but i think it's important to to take a step forward uh into this globalization of the event and how exactly do you guys switch from being local and of course having content in hebrew and supporting israeli startups that are connected to your network how do you transition from that specific uh model that you guys have uh that uh, i don't know if you guys listening um um heard the episode i did with tomer this was probably over a year ago uh, i hosted tomer yehuda yan who is who um he was head of knowledge at Coliseum. We spoke about, you know, how Israel and how Coliseum is involved in, in the whole, you know, sports tech ecosystem. How do you switch from that uh, mindset that you just shared there that you guys, you know, are planning to go global? How do you shift that mindset, you know, from a marketing and strategic perspective? Like, how do you how do you go about like serving a wider market rather than focusing on just the local you know, uh, companies that you've been working throughout the, the last few years? Like, how do you switch that mindset inside for the team and for the people working with you? And how do you, you know, go about thinking about making that transition from a branding perspective, meaning that Coliseum is now not only for Israeli startups or companies here that are involved in sports tech, but also throughout the whole world? Uh, I feel like for Colosseum it's been natural to do this, to do this transition. Uh, in a way, the companies that we are working with, like the Israeli companies, they are also in this process. And like you, you can hear a lot of people talking about how Israel is a great site. It's a great market to be the better side of a company, and then you have to scale out outside of it. Uh, so that's one aspect. And the second aspect is that. There's a lot more things happening outside. There's a lot of more uh, companies needing the technologies that are here. And we see that with a lot of big names from PlayerMaker and Pixelot and Playside and other amazing companies that are going to Europe, South America, and so on. So our community showed us, and going back to community, I know that I've been talking that about a lot about that. Uh, it shows how necessary it is and how we have a space uh, to do so, and also like the exchange of knowledge coming from the other hubs, uh, that is a natural transition because we have partnerships with YLab and Arena Hub from Brazil, that we see that we can benefit from each other in many, many aspects. So it's not like we're trying 
to bring startups from outside. It's the other way around. We want to bring the people from inside abroad. Like we want to make sure that we are giving the highlight and putting the spotlight the companies that are here. And it's a need. Like it's we feel every day that it's a need. Uh, Israel is awesome. It's great, but limited resources. Every country has limited resources, so you have to go global if you wanna if you wanna be 20 years from now in the industry. Uh, leverage your local ecosystem, but abroad of it. Like go. 100%. 100% I agree with you at Fernanda. And, you know, you, you have something very similar to me. That is that we both came to Israel from, you know, we didn't, we were not born there. You uh, were born in Rio in, in Brazil. Yeah. I was born in Mexico City. Then I went to Israel. Then I came back. But whatever. The story is that you, 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 you have the perspective of what Israel looks like from an outsider or from someone that uh, comes from abroad and gets to know Israelis as they are. What is it? in your opinion about Israelis, I, because I feel like getting your opinion is so much different than getting it from Tomer. What do you feel like it's, it's about Israelis that make them uh, such an interesting, you know, community or people, group of people that are interested in innovation and interested in, in technology? And now, as you guys mentioned it, the sports tech nation, you're even like, um, you're even expressing that Israel is really the place where sports are going to take their next leap forward, which I am super bullish around and I agree 100% with. But what is it about Israelis that makes them this type of people? What is your opinion around that? Um, I could I could go back to my answer and say the need. Uh, the structure of the country makes the need, the need to be innovative. And I feel you probably felt the same when you were here. Uh, and the resilience. I feel like Israeli Israel is a resilience is a great word to describe the people here, and how they can adapt to certain situations that maybe we were not used to. So it helps them be adap adaptive to other uh, communities and other countries and understand other cultures, which I find it very amazing. Like I find it amazing. Uh, but yeah, I feel the need is the first one uh, factor here uh, from like from like getting water, you had to be innovative to other parts. So it's part of the country. It's part of like the Israeli and you can say the chutzpah as well. I feel like a lot of people say the chutzpah, but I think that this this was born with the Israeli. Interesting. Yeah, I, I agree with you and I'd probably add that. Um, given that sports is such a like high energy industry, as as we were talking right at the beginning, Israelis are also considered, in my opinion, um, high energy and very you know proactive and very you know always seeking for uh, challenges and new things and and very high energy as well. Like probably compared to maybe the the Danish people or the Finnish people that they're more maybe lower energy. Uh, maybe that makes makes it the difference. And since the industry itself is high energy, Israelis fit very, very well. I, that's my opinion. Probably m many people are going to disagree with me, but but that's okay. You guys can hit me up on the socials or in the newsletter and we can talk about that. Um, Fernanda, what is, 
I mean, I want to I wanna get your, your insight on probably the companies that you're, or the industry, the sites, the sectors, or the types of technology that you're most bullish around because uh, you're always um, exposed to so many um, sectors and companies and, and technologies. Is there one or two that you'd like to share with us? Um, sectors that you're super bullish around? Um, yeah, I mean, I could I could go with the trends and talk about blockchain and AI and all this uh, like NFTs word, which I find it very interesting. Don't get me wrong, but you got some NFTs. You bought some NBA top <laughs> shots, or what do you have? I don't have any <laughs> any NFTs. Sorry to disappoint. Um, of course, I, I I've been engaged with different platforms like Socios and so on, but. I don't know, there's something about training other abilities of the body that fascinates me. Like you, you spoke to Costa and I always tell them that, that I'm a huge fan of eye brain and cognitive training. This, this era has always been like something that is so far from what I'm doing that kind of, I don't know, amuses me. And of course, all the fan engagement uh, is close to the heart. So. As a marketing person, fan engagement platforms is always something that interests us. Uh, so, yeah, I feel like these two verticals, they will always be like my main focus to read and, and to get to learn more. But anything like Colosseum is impo impossible working from Colosseum or any innovation hub to not get the knowledge and try to learn more and more about what's happening in the market. So. Yeah, 100%. Uh, shout out to Costa, which actually you were the one that connected us. So um, yeah, I know. <laughs> so that that was great. Hopefully you can connect us with more uh, innovative and exciting companies that are coming up in the next couple of years. So we can have them here on the Halftime Snacks and we can say that Fernanda is the one that brought them to the <laughs> Halftime Snacks. Um, Fernanda, this has been fun. This has been interesting. And I always wrap the episode up with maybe a more personal question to get to know yeah. you. Um, so the one I prepared for you, uh, probably not a very um, sophisticated one, but I wanted to know if there's any quote that you live by or that you have it as your mantra that you want to share it with us. Um. I've always, I've always believed in the, it's a very like normal quote and everyone knows it, but be the change you wish to see in the world because even though it's a, it's a traditional quote and people hear that all the time, I think it's, it's a beautiful statement and, and you should live by that. Like if you, if you don't make the change in, in your own environment, uh, who will, you know? So I've always been that. I have like on my room in my house back in Rio, like in the wall, I have like, this like uh it's like a sticker or something uh so always being with me and uh, it'll always be so i know it's a typical one but it's one that i really like thank you very much for tuning in if you enjoyed this episode hit the subscribe button and leave a review on apple podcasts if you enjoy learning about the business and technology behind sports make sure you subscribe to the Sports Tech Biz newsletter. I'll leave the link in the show notes. See you all next week. Bye-bye.